lovers and friends. Um, the sound of, of inevitability. Mm, yeah. You're going to listen to this podcast because of the implication. And now we're just doing straight up always sunny quotes. The, the implication is it's the gaming and drinking cast. After a long break of three whole months, we're back. Yeah. We celebrated our beer anniversary and then just never did it again. And then fell off the face of the earth, you know, um, yeah. kind of like all your favorite nineties, uh, kids stars. They just uh -huh. disappeared after they did like three good movies. Yeah. Except that's... except for uh what's his name? The guy from Sixth Sense. Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment, he's still rocking and rolling. He's not done anything <laughs> forever. He was I in the he was in the boys. Yeah, but that's like one role and he probably got chosen because he hasn't been seen in like twenty years. I thought you were gonna say Leo. Leonardo was, DiCaprio? He was a, yeah, he was a teen heartthrob in the nineties. Yeah, but he he didn't disappear at all. He's That's what I'm saying. Did not disappear. Yeah. Plus we were going with. Who is the kid? Um Corey Feldman? That's more eighties, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean there were, you... two, there were two Corey. It was Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. Corey Haim died. Corey Feldman's still around. I think they were both in that License to Drive movie, which you've probably never even heard of. Never but... heard of it. I did see Corey Feldman in Celebrity Rehab though. I forgot that that was a thing that existed. <laughs> it was like him. Uh, and, I saw, it was like him and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Corey Feldman's the one in Friday the Thirteenth, right? I think he's he in. He's in the Goonies. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tony, so the sh really short guy. Skinny guy, he's black like, hair. He was like the punk kid in the Goonies. The Lost Boys. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. He's he's Tommy Jarvis in like Friday the, I think the fifth one. Um he kills jason with a machete at the age of like 13 so that kind of makes jason less intimidating and scary but that's a that's a deep cut for me man i haven't i don't really watch i haven't watched any friday the 13th in a while i got them all on digital oh, they had like a sale like nice. ten dollars got you all like nine movies pretty good mm. uh before we launch into any of that other stuff though uh what are you drinking oh yeah oh yeah it's been a while i forgot we're supposed to talk How about beer um i am drinking from artisanal brew works it is called Touch a Crunch. Um, oh, okay. It is a red ale with spices and natural flavor is all it says. But uh, the aftertaste tastes like cinnamon toast crunch cereal milk. A red ale, not a stout. Because you think that like the milky stuff would go usually with a stout. It's got lactose in it. It says. Okay. Yeah, everything has lactose. Contains milk sugar. Yeah. And it is 7.4% yeah. uh, seven seven uh, made in New York. People don't do a lot of red ales anymore, but man, I, I love them. I think they're I great. love red ales, dude. I used to drink a lot of Killian's. Yeah, me too. But um, this one's definitely I a lot doing, maltier. If, mm. if you remember last year at all, uh, this is my favorite season for beer. It's the pumpkin and Martson season right before Halloween. I am drinking a Great Divide pumpkin ale. Uh, they are out of Denver, Colorado, and this is a 6.5 percenter. I have not tried this yet. It's pretty dark for a pumpkin beer, as you can see. Um, yeah. See like. It looks like a brown ale. Tastes like a brown it's ale? Good. It's, I think it's closer to a brown ale than a lager, yeah, for sure. But 
if you can see a little bit closer, it's pretty like the consistency is pretty thin. Like it, it's mm -hmm. supposed to be a lager in consistency, but yeah, it definitely tastes like a brown ale. Hell yeah. Oh, good. nothing like describing beer. audio feeds, which judging by our metrics, most of you are, so you can't see uh, our pretty faces and or our pretty beers. Yes, but uh, you are more than welcome to go check out our, youtube channel gaming and drinking um and also some pretty exciting news uh i've been streaming quite a bit lately and i'm trying to kind of up that to get to get a little bit of a group together to that we can talk about games together and whatnot um and i recently i've been streaming on twitch but i just last night bit the bullet and went ahead and got obs Streamlabs prime now I can stream on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube all at the same time, and we're going to be doing that. So um, if you're not already, go check us out on twitch.tv slash gaming and drinking, uh, YouTube gaming and drinking, and also uh, I'm going to start updating the Facebook page gaming and drinking what, as well. What is, is the Facebook URL facebook.com slash gaming and drinking? Absolutely. I know it's not. But it is. Be, it really, is. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Funny. yep That's so good. we're we're hitting it um travis you're all about the twatter you should start running our twitter page i will i'll yeah. start i'll start, start, start putting out tweets. some tweets and whatnot and i'll be yeah, on it's... i'll be on the other stuff okay i'll yep. uh, i'll try to keep the twitter updated for my the problem is i don't even update my personal twitter regularly like i just lurk mostly so I'll have to remind myself to actually start updating and posting. I saw you posting something on Twitter the other day, some real snarky film critic shit. Man, I, <laughs> criticism in general is just real bad these days. It really gets my, my goat. Um, when people review outside of the thing that they're reviewing, which is basically everybody that reviews. That's what do you like mean outside of the thing that they're reviewing? Like, so for instance, if you're watching a movie about like, um, the, the, the one that really got me was <laughs> there's a new, you remember the guy from lost, the guy that played Jack, no. uh, Matthew, um, Fox. So he hasn't been in anything in like eight years. He like retired from acting and he just came back recently on a new show on Peacock. And the first thing this reviewer said was like, he's supposed to be like a fallen, like a cop, um, ecologist, like he was a, a you know, bleeding heart, uh, Greenpeace type guy. And then he went to work for the, the a corporate, like, uh, basically like this plant that pollutes a lot. And so in the review, the first thing they start with is like, it's hard to sympathize with a character who, uh, is polluting the earth. <laughs> and it's like, the whole show is about like, that's literally, it's, it's called character development. Like, I'm sure that that's going to have like a big part in the, the show. You can't like, start with i don't like this character because he works for someone who i don't politically agree with it's just like do you not know anything about how character and it's a work uh, of fiction yeah and it's also <laughs> work of, i mean like it there's just no like separation we, we can get into all kinds of different yeah, things. yeah let's not let's not do me, that but, but um, yeah if you want some uh snarky uh critic criticisms uh yeah, <laughs> you I'm, get, I'm a, check out travis's twitter and this is this is the thing that's been happening in in video games and in, in um, film circles for a while, and I think we're starting to finally see some pushback against it. And I would like to see that continue. Uh, that's why I like our what we do because we really 
focus in on uh, the games themselves and not try to bring in our own biases when it comes to maybe our own personal beliefs and things like that. Um, speaking of that, we have violated our personal beliefs uh, all up and down and started playing something that we said we would never, ever, ever play. Yeah. Something that we have repeatedly made fun of on this show. <laughs> uh, and I am, of course, talking about Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, we've been playing the hell out of some Fortnite, man. Um, started what? So, I, I Dragon Ball Z. That was what started. <laughs> what's that? Dragon Ball Z was what started. Yeah, exactly. So, well, the initial like thing that was like, eh, maybe I should try it again is the no build mode. No build mode. Yeah. Because like that was the whole reason I hated it so much is because man i don't feel like doing that if i'm just shooting somebody i don't like i get so annoyed when people like just duck behind cover and then when they can just like build a tower to the sky when i'm trying to shoot at them like in like half a second i'm like all right this is too much i don't want to do that. when you're shooting at someone and all of a sudden they're 60 feet above you because they've built a platform in like less than half a second and they go all the way to the sky like it that's not fun uh, yeah i mean it's fun for people who are really good at it but i i'm used to shooty shoot so when the shooty shoot gets interrupted by what we're going to call extraneous bullshit like that, that no longer is fun. So yeah, that, that's really the first hook that got us. And then the second hook, uh, you, you put the anime in the video game and it's going to probably bring some people in. And yeah. It, some people who got us. <laughs> I swore I wrote Fortnite off as a joke a long time ago. And yeah. they brought in Goku, man. They brought in Goku and they brought in Bulma and they brought and in Vegeta and Beerus and Beerus. all these cool things. You can, like, when I heard that you could Kamehameha people in that yeah. game, I was like, all right, I have to try this now. Which I am, so we played all of the the Dragon Ball Z event, which had the Kamehameha, it had the Fart Cloud, it had all the Dragon Ball Z trappings in it, um, which were super fun, and now... A lot of those things are gone. I love how you call the Nimbus the Fart Cloud. That's the Fart Cloud. It'll forever be the Fart Cloud. Who it, calls he, it the Fart Cloud? In the show, it literally looks like a, it's got like the wisp coming off the end of it too. It looks like a little Fart Cloud. Well, um, when I was playing it, Katie goes, uh, "Oh, so you're flying around on a sperm now?" <laughs> um, yeah, the Nimbus, is, but none of that stuff is in there, which I get it makes sense. You know, it's no longer the the that particular event. But it's kind of sad, like, you get used to those kinds of things, like the the idea of grabbing one of those clouds, which was great for mobility, probably a little OP, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Um, Plus the Kamehame, and you could just, like, rip people to shreds. Well, the, the Kamehame, I felt, was pretty well balanced, because you can, if you hear it coming, you can dodge it pretty easily, and then it leaves the, the attacker wide open to a, a, a retaliation. Yeah. Um, but it was super fun, and when you connected with it, man, it was satisfying. And that's the really the hook that got us. I remember the first time you got the win with the Kamehameha and it did the slowdown. Like uh, it, it was awesome. And it, yeah. like, I knew that once that happened, we were, we were hooked and we definitely were. Yeah. So I, I ended up buying the Goku skin, which I, I have now put in $30 into Fortnite um, between the skin and the first time I bought a battle pass, but yeah. I'll never have to put in another, penny into Fortnite, because now that i've done that i've got v bucks coming in for the battle pass and they give you enough to get the next battle pass 
and then also get more skins yeah so, but i feel like the next one that's going to be really cool is going to be another 20 dollars skin and then you'll probably just below the amount of e-bucks <laughs> and you'll have to you'll have to break that that rule one more time i don't think so man because i'm already i've got so just in the last month we've been playing this for what a month now and, about a month yeah. and i've got goku that's the only one i've paid for i've earned indiana jones darth vader and then like a bunch of cool like in-game skins and like emotes and i've got a wu-tang emote where they just like do the wu-tang <laughs> i've got yeah. goku like talking about wu-tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with it's great uh, we we um we really wanted to do the uh we've seen a lot of people running around with goku and vegeta uh, and then I guess they share a, an emote that they can do at the same time, or the guys that killed us that one time pulled it off really well. Where they no, did they, the same it's, thing. it's a group emote. Yeah, so there's a group emote. So we really wanted to try something like that, but the the limited time skins that was a, that were available, they they kind of shoved pulled off the sword without us knowing. Because um, I remember I had just enough V bucks, uh, or just below enough V bucks to buy the Vegeta pack or the um, the Dragon Ball Z pack, and then I went to the store the next day and it was gone. And there's no way to buy that stuff once it's gone. Like you, once it's gone, I'm sure they bring it back occasionally. Um, although I don't really know. It, it seems like when they bring stuff back, it's it's usually in-game Fortnite universe stuff. There's not a lot of like, you know, bringing back license stuff. I wonder if that's a licensing thing. I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't played. I haven't been playing long enough to see if any of that stuff circles back around. I mean, yeah, you would think that it would, but it, it, you know, it honestly might not. The with the with the amount of shit that they crank out for Fortnite, it's like every day there's like five new skins in the store. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they if they would even bother to bring it back because they have so much yeah. more new content rolling out, um, and new contracts that they're getting with with new properties like they. That's. I, I was listening to someone talk the other day and they were like, if you want to promote your new movie or your new kids show or your new Netflix show, you don't, you know, strike ad deals with cable boxes or, you know, cable subscribers or, or uh, you know, network shows, you, you strike deals with Fortnite. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to promote something, you strike a deal with Fortnite and you put your, your, you know, Friday the 13th skin inside the game, which I bet we'll get like a Halloween or a Chucky, or something like that uh, in the coming weeks as Halloween gets closer. They're definitely going to do like a horror-themed thing, which will be totally my jam. I, I, I can't wait to be running around as like a Michael Myers or a, yeah. a, a Predator. Well, I remember like when, they did, when they did Spider-Man, that was like a really big deal because that was when they brought out the grapple glove, which like makes you just be able to swing around the map like Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. And every like that brought in a whole new slew of people. And then um, Dragon Ball Z brought in a whole new slew of people. And then mm -hmm. now they've got Spider Gwen is like the ultimate highest tier on the battle pass now. So if you'd level up the battle pass all the way, now you'll get Spider Gwen, which I'm going for, of course. Yeah. Um, I wonder, it, it does feel like, because the, the, the main thrust last season was a light, or la, yeah, last um, season was a licensed thing. It was Dragon Ball Z. This time, the main thrust is like their in game universe story, it's the, the goo and stuff like that the the chrome goo yeah um so i wonder if they have something bigger planned for next season because this seems compared to last season and the spider-man stuff it just seems kind of low-key 
Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not, they, they haven't even, like, changed, it's still the same season, it's just a different chapter. Like, they have, like, it's like season three, chapter four, or something like that. No, uh, that stuff is, that stuff is, though they, that's, the chapter stuff is when they, like, null the whole universe out, and then bring it back. I think you got uh, it. So this, this is, like, chapter three, because they've done that twice now, and that usually is only, like, once every couple of years. This is, a, this is a brand new season. Okay. Because that the whole battle pass reset. This is a brand new season. Oh, I know it's a brand it's a brand new battle pass, but I think it's a chapter battle pass. I don't think it's no. A the chapter thing is the chapter thing is is, is the this is only the overall? third chapter. Okay. Yeah, because remember when they took Fortnite off and like people oh, yeah. were losing their minds for yeah. a few days? That was the start of chapter two, and they did that again a couple of months ago, and so that was the start okay. of chapter three. I gotcha. Uh, so now we're in chapter three, like season four. I guess so. It's, so they don't get to like season you know 48 and it looks real weird i get it backwards <laughs> in my head because to me it's like a season would be like the like overall the and then the one, chapter yeah. would be underneath that yeah that's but, not i guess that's not the way they're doing it it's probably because they chose the naming convention after their seasons were introduced yeah so they had to choose something else maybe book would have been better than yeah than chapter or something like that maybe they'll <laughs> they might switch to like all right, now we're doing something brand new. So it's book two, chapter one, season one, and then they can just oh, launch it all cool. over again. But um, dude, I am, I am play, I am liking that game way more than I ever thought I would like Fortnite. I think the main reason is not only like because we've always said in Apex, man, I wish they would just like license some shit instead of getting mm -hmm. these. Like they they did a Apex did a uh, an anime, anime event. themed event like a couple of months ago since our last update um mm -hmm. but they had like character skins that looked you could tell exactly who they were trying to emulate but they yeah. obviously did it just above board to where they wouldn't get sued um, yeah it, they, and we're not even super into anime and i think we guessed like nine out of the ten skins off of, i think we just missed one yeah off the top of our head um uh, and I did buy so, a couple of them. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And the, there were some really cool ones. Yeah, I got again, the Mirage not, Deku one. It's not the same as just having, like, the dude transform into Goku. He just looks like he's wearing Goku colors. Yeah. In Fortnite, you are literally Goku. Yeah, um, with this art is, style and everything, like, which is appealing on its, you know, on its own. And and it's, I, I should say though. It's not just like all the crazy licensed stuff and bringing having Darth Vader party up with Indiana Jones and John Wick and going around shooting people like that's fun. But the chaos inside of the game makes the game what it is like having being able to like blow up a building or catch a building on fire or drop. There's like the junk risk where you drop like a, a random piece of junk down on a building and it just completely evaporates it and kills whoever's inside. Like, the game itself is really fun. The shooting isn't great. Uh, and I think anyone that's played a real shooter and then goes to Fortnite can immediately tell you that. But the stuff around the shooting and the, the chaos that ensues and all the ridiculousness that you can do is what really makes the game shine and what makes it fun. Uh, it's I, I want to, you know, make sure that it's that we don't seem like we're just in it for the license stuff because although that's a big part of it, I don't think we would be as into it if the game itself weren't, you know, fun. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to do in it and, like... God, I feel like such a fucking like old head for like just now coming to be like Fortnite's cool. Like, yeah, uh, is it twenty eighteen? <laughs> like, <laughs> but, 
but the, uh, that stuff we never would have got into it if the no build mode wasn't done yeah and, and also the, the their quest system has come such a long way uh since it what it was you know like seven years ago when i first played the game and that is another thing that i think some modern day shooters should take from them the quest stuff makes you want to play the game way more than just like in apex when we play apex we're just trying to get dubs we're just trying to play the game as what it is which is good i mean and, we're and, also but, we're also doing the dailies and weeklies in apex yeah but the the dailies and the dailies it's not and a story it's not a thread there's not a thread yeah, that goes exactly. through it yeah I, I think that that even if it was just like hey go because in the store the storyline stuff in and and fortnite isn't great like it's not like telling this amazing story but what it does is it gives you reason to go to certain places and take certain actions which puts you there with other groups and makes you know cool stuff happen, cool fights, yeah. different little things like that, and you get your own little storyline out of it. I, I just wish that Apex would maybe take some of that from it. You know, like mm-hmm. give me a reason to go to, uh, you know, drop at uh, what's the new the Boneyard place called? Oh, Skulltown, uh, but Skulltown, yeah. Give me a reason to drop at Skulltown. Give me a reason to drop at the at at uh, Octane's little funhouse. Do put things in the game that make you want to go there. Even if it's just some like, hey, go flip this switch or do something, like the way that Fortnite does it makes it compelling. Just because it's like, hey, you can mark this on the map. You drop there, you do this thing, and then you go on about your business. It takes like thirty seconds, but it gives you a reason to do different things than you might be doing if you were just playing the game normally. Yeah, and um, there's all, just all sorts of like it's around. It's it kind of it reminds me of like in a weird way, like Zelda breath of the wild or like Mario, um, the new Mario, because it's like everywhere you go on the map, there's something there to do. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, a vehicle for you to hop in and run around in or a bounty board for you to grab or some kind of like vault for you to like, try to find your way into with a bunch of good gear. There's, just like everywhere you go on that map, it seems like there's something that you can do there to progress yourself and your team uh, further in the game, which that's not the case in Apex. You'll run around at Apex for 20 minutes and you're like, fuck, guys, we all still have white helmets like, yeah. and, and no attachments for our guns. Like You feel like you can you can get yourself pretty powerful and ready for the fight in Fortnite in a way that you can't in Apex. Yeah, you're not, and I think another thing about that, what you're, what you're getting at is, when that game over screen happens, there's just like seventy things that launch down. You're earning XP for everything. Oh, yeah. It all goes towards your battle pass, um, which it goes up to a hundred. It just, it just makes you feel, even if you lose immediately, even if you get killed immediately, you're still getting some kind of XP bonus. You're still getting some kind of reward, and it makes you feel like you didn't just waste your time. Whereas if you die immediately in Apex. You just go back to the loading screen and you, yeah, you might've like done some damage with a gun that, that goes towards your battle pass, but it's not the same as seeing all these different hoppers pop up and say like, Hey, you completed this, you did this, you put points towards this. Yeah. Uh, it's just a really smart system that, that makes you want to engage with that loop more than a lot of these other types of games that I've played like this. It, it's such a smart system. It is man. Who knew Fortnite was good? Who knew? <laughs> the rest of the world, apparently. But hey. Eight-year-olds. Eight-year-olds new better, for us. Better than late than never, you know? Um, but you know what else is new that I think we might know about that eight-year-olds might not quite be there yet? Is Omega Strikers. That is a game that uh, we started playing 
three days ago, four days ago. Um, I went on, like I said, I've been trying to uh, get my Twitch uh, streams up. And so I wanted to see what games are popular on Twitch. And one of them I saw, which is popular in Asia, uh, was Omega Strikers. And I saw that it was free to play. And so I downloaded it out of Steam. It is, like I said, it's free on Steam. Um, and it is basically like Disc Jam, uh, League of Legends, and Rocket League had a baby. It's a lot like <laughs> this game's on Steam uh, exclusively, we should say. And it's a lot like the NES Dodgeball with some like disc jam and MOBA stuff wrapped around it. So like the basic gameplay is you're, you're basically playing uh, dodgeball except with a net, like a goalie style thing. And each character has powers. So just soccer? Like dodgeball. It's not, it, it's more <laughs> like, it's honestly more like air hockey. Like yeah. that, that's the I mean, best. The, the feeling of the puck riding around. Yeah. That feels like air hockey. Yeah. And the, and the way that the, except when it moves, cause like the goal moves, like the, the two outer parts move back and forth like this, at least. No, on it's some just, studio. so the way that works is it only, it only starts closed and then it opens. It doesn't ever close back up. Oh, okay. So, so it'll start yeah. closed and then slowly open. So that way, I think that's just so like goals don't get just like sniped in right from the beginning. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So you're, 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 you're trying to get a puck in a hole uh, and you, choose these characters so the mobile part comes from you're choosing characters that have different abilities and then you're leveling up through the match everything resets after the match but you're leveling up through the match doing stuff and like gathering these orbs which is a really cool addictive system it's fun man i played it like when i first got it i didn't it's very hard to initially grasp yeah um but once you play for like a couple hours you start to get the hang of it. You start to get the hang of like the cooldown system and like the different abilities of each like position because you're basically the way that I think the most successful people that I've seen playing, they keep a goalie in their fucking goal, which if you take your goalie out of the goal, you're going to get scored on. Um, that part reminds me of Rocket League, like making the goalie stay in the goal. But and, like, dude, it is, it's, it's even bigger in this game. Like if your goalie comes out, you're fucked. Um, yeah. And so you've got your goalie needs to stay in the goal. And then I think the most successful teams I've seen um, and played in have had somebody in mid and somebody in forward. So, like, you can pass the puck around and not get jammed up in a corner. Um, yeah. But then also you sh we should say that you can – not only are you using abilities to hit the puck toward the goal, you are also using these abilities to damage the other team. And you can actually – kind of like Super Smash Brothers – you can like stack damage on them, and the more damage they have stacked on them, the easier the easier they are to ring out. And when they ring out, they stay out of the game for like almost. I've I've stayed out of the game for ten seconds before. It's like seven to I, ten seconds. I think it rises the more you get knocked out. So yeah. I think it starts with five and then keeps going up. Because like one time I was out for at least ten seconds, and it and I, I already been knocked out like twice before. Yeah, I think it starts at seven, um, and then goes up from there, and. Uh, Dude, that power play moment when you've got two versus three, like, it's intense. Your goalie ends up being very important then. Very important. <laughs> I, I think it's a little too easy to knock people out at the moment. I think that it, this is a beta, by the way. It says it in the corner. Um, I think that they need to maybe fine-tune how easy it is to knock some people out because, like, you'll a lot of times the, the puck ends up towards the top of the, the map, 
and everyone's up there. And if you've got one guy just hammering on you and then their teammate with like a big powerful ability comes, they'll just knock you out. Like it can get really frustrating at, at times. Well, I think the patch they just brought in actually makes knockouts easier. Maybe it, maybe it makes it easier. Maybe the damage system does what it's supposed to. Because there were times when I would be knocked out when I had no damage whatsoever, which was incredibly frustrating. It's because, uh, like, the, that's a whole aspect of the game that you have to keep in mind is, like, if you stand close to that edge, you don't have to get knocked very far to get knocked out. So yeah. if you, you just have to stay a little bit further into the arena and it'll, it'll be harder to knock you out. But that's easier said than done because that puck – you know, it'll yeah, be you're constantly hanging out right puck. against that edge. I think, that game is really fucking good, though. Yeah, it is very good. Uh, I think the, the learning curve is like trying to chase the puck and then keeping your eye on the guy that is trying to knock you out. Because usually what I found is there's teams that are good at playing the game, and then there's teams that are good at damaging you, and that's all they do. Well, apparently, so, high-level play is mostly trying to knock people out. That's, okay, well... That's, what the high level shit is in there that's the meta that seems uh not fun not as fun <laughs> i should say i like um, it i like it there because like it makes you really need to learn how to be accurate with your attacks because the cooldowns on those aren't short on those abilities you know, and i think that's where the learning curve comes in is that you they, they don't really uh onboard you with any kind of like session on what your abilities do like you just kind of pick a character and there's four icons at the bottom of the screen and you just kind of got to figure out how the, those abilities work. Like there's no, there's no, like, I don't even think you can drag your cursor over it and get like an explanation. You just have to you use can. it. If, can you? But you can't do it for it, all the characters. You can only do it. Well, you can in the main menu, you can look at their information. Yeah, but not, but not in, while you're When playing. you're in the character select, you can only do it for the character that you've selected after you select them. <laughs> so like you you pick it you hit select and then like a little like eye with a circle around it pops up on the on your character's mm -hmm. um like nameplate and then you can click that and it'll like give you a little overview but it still doesn't give you all the details about it like no. there's this one character there's this one character named dubu who's like this big fat hamster fuck and mm -hmm. uh big fat hamster fuck yep he's um he's a great goalie um and he's got some cool abilities and one of them is he can like roll forward because he's really slow but he's got one ability that can make him roll forward pretty fast and like slam yeah. the ground um mm -hmm. and all it says in the information menu is like does medium damage after he rolls yeah yeah but mm -hmm. what they don't tell you is that that ability also stops the puck in its tracks like it mm -hmm. doesn't it doesn't deflect it anywhere like you can straight up just like stop it and hold the puck there mm -hmm. for a second which is a great ability to have, but they don't even say that in the ability description. That's the uh, same as the main girl who's in like all the artwork. Um, I can't remember her Juliet. name. Juliet. Uh, yeah, the the one that I was using that I really liked. She has an ability where she like basically throws out like seven punches in an AOE effect, like a fan, and then she does like one long punch at the end. But if you if you do it right over the puck, it stops the puck. And for a long time, I thought it was like. And then it does a really hard hit and knocks the fuck out of the puck. If you if you're if the puck is in your, but if you're like standing over the puck, it won't, it won't hit it. Right. So that's the thing that I had to figure out. Like, so if you do the, the seven punches, it'll stop the puck and you can like move up a little bit before your final punch goes. So if someone's like attack, trying to attack the puck, you'll hit them instead of the puck, or you can move it like into the range and it'll hit that, which again, that, that would be like way too much to explain and things. So you kind of just have to play 
it's a it's a get, so the guy I, I found out i can't remember the name of the dev team but it's a bunch of league of legends developers um it's oh, a is bunch this of, it's a bunch of like... people that left riot okay made this okay. game and that you makes can, so and that dna sense. is there and For, um yeah, absolutely so like uh the thing with riot and the thing with super smash brothers and a lot of these other games that are, have a similar kind of vibe is that they are very easy to grasp like what it is you do. Mm-hmm. But then like there's, it, you, you could play it for 30 seconds and know exactly how the game works. But right. the more you play it, the more you learn the details of how each character works and what they're, how they're, it's as deep as you want it to be. It's a game that you mm-hmm. can set up with your friends and play on the couch and just smack the puck around or you could get a fucking like esports team together and like train for months on at, on end on like the minutia, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that's they've they've hit a really good sweet spot with that game as far as. So this developer is not an Asian developer. Let me see who developed this game real quick. Um, I'll uh, I'll mention some of the other stuff about the game. It, it's got a really nice aesthetic. Like I like the anime. It's like anime, but not quite anime. It actually looks a lot like the League of Legends anime from Netflix. Uh, it's got that same kind of like cell shaded, real blocky lines, like real. It looks really nice, and it runs great, which it should because it's you know not very. It doesn't look very technically demanding, but there's a lot of nice sprite work. There's a lot of nice particle effects when you hit the ball right. Like when you <laughs> when you score a goal and the, the screen basically explodes. Like it, it's 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 really. It's a good-looking game for what what they're doing with it. Yeah. So this game was developed by Odyssey Interactive, um, and Odyssey started uh, after a bunch of people left Riot. Okay. That's cool. That's awesome. I would have sworn this was an Asian-developed game, like an NCSoft or something like that. Right. It also has a very um, uh, Genshin Impact look, uh, which is a lot of games have the Genshin Impact look now, but this game definitely is borrowing some of that, that, that style from them. So that's why I would have thought that, but that 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 makes so much sense considering the depth of play that is is there from the beginning, and also the way that you unlock characters, and that's like kind of how they make their money because it is a free to play game. Well, you know, with that kind of pedigree, they're probably going to come out with fucking a hundred characters for this game. <laughs> yeah, I, this game. Seems, well, I guess a MOBA is pretty hard to uh, balance, but it seems like it'd be hard to balance this type of game. Um, but maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like a MOBA where you just find a counter for every type of character there is. And as long as you have a counter for that ability, you know. Yeah, but with only that. three pickup, like with only three characters to pick, you know, mm-hmm. that meta, like I can see it going over the way of the Overwatch real quick, which is like every squad has this character and every squad yeah. has this character. Yeah, um, and if you see like a, a tiered you... list, it's like you, if you're not picking these three characters, then your team's going to lose. Yeah, I, I hope it doesn't get to that. I hope it's more like Mo- or um, League of Legends, where basically any character is viable if you know how to play them. Uh-huh. And there's definitely going to be more characters that are more viable, but you don't want to just get locked. I think that's a big problem with Overwatch. It's like, oh, if you don't have, you know, a Symmetra, then you're not you're not going to be able to hang with this other crew if they're playing with one. Like, I I think that that's a bad way to go about it. So I I hope you're right. I hope it's more like League of Legends in that way. Yep. But a great game. I, I'm. When we first started playing it, I was like, I fucking hate you, Adam. What the fuck is this? <laughs> and then the more we played it, I started getting into yeah, it. Yeah, he started, started scoring points, and then he's like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. Never mind. <laughs> I like this now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, Omega Strikers. 
on Steam. It's free. Check it out. I haven't spent a dollar, and I've unlocked, I think, four new characters. They just released a patch yesterday that has another new character. Um, you earn the currency you you're playing. You, oh, yeah, you can you can definitely spend money in it. Um, gotcha. You can spend money in it before, too. Um, before it was out? Before the patch yesterday. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant you, there was like a founder's pack. Oh, like, no. no I think there is, a, there is a founder's pack you can buy. Oh, okay. And there's a battle pass. Um, is there a battle pass? Yeah, there's a battle pass. Um, but also, I haven't bought the battle pass. I haven't done anything, and I've earned enough currency to now, I think I've unlocked three or four new characters. But those characters that I've unlocked, they all, all the base characters that you can unlock cost 10,000 whatever the fuck currency this stars. new yeah stars or i think something like that but anyways this uh new character that com- came out yesterday they're selling that one for twenty five thousand instead of ten thousand so i think from now on the new characters that come out are going to be more expensive than the baseline of characters i wonder if they're going to do so in in league of legends whenever the way the characters work is like you can pay the base price whenever you want but then they rotate characters in that are free you can try them out and if you want to buy them then they're like at a sale price so I wonder if they're going to do that kind of method. Like, So maybe the characters that are featured right now are the ones that are 10,000, but if they go back out of the rotation that aren't free anymore, they're not gonna, they'll are not going to. they be like 25 like the other guy. Who knows? We will have to wait and see. Um, but we've got a couple more games to talk about, but what do you say we take a quick break and grab another beer? Sounds good. All right. We will be right back. It feels good to be doing this again with more booze and games. Peace. That's your line. Please. There you go. All right, we'll be right back. Mmm. Splooge. What? I splooged everywhere. What? No. This yeah. is a family-friendly podcast. You can't be talking about your splooge. Well, I opened the beer and it splooged all over my... Computer screen. I don't think that's the word you're supposed to use in that instance. Nah, sure it is. It's it's all over the speakers. It's gonna be a sticky mess. Oh boy. Oh god. Mm. Mm. What 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 what'd you drink? I can't read that because it's backwards. <laughs> Asshole. This is the <laughs> no, 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 no. We 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 need to talk about this. Just kidding. What are you drinking? It's the Founders Ultimate Oktoberfest. Okay. So it's the Founders Oktoberfest aged in bourbon barrels. Okay. Uh, we should say for video different. watchers that couldn't read that, uh, me and Travis just had a, a five-minute argument about the direction that his camera should face and why it should face the other way because right now it's a mirror image and everything he all the wording is backwards. But he says he can't concentrate if it's not like a mirror. So that looks like some like just straight up like heavy metal band like nonsense. Yeah, you might be right. We might have to flip that one around <laughs> now that I can see it like that. It does fuck with my brain though when when I see stuff that I'm doing and it's not the right way. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole different discussion. Uh, this is a this is part of their barrel age series. So if you know anything about founders, they do a big barrel age series. Uh, this is, to my knowledge, the first time they've ever done an Oktoberfest like this. Uh, most of their barrel age series is fantastic so excited about this i, I like their oktoberfest their martzen uh this is it says it's a traditional 
uh, Imperial German style Martzen aged in bourbon barrels. So it should be just like the regular stuff. Just that is gonna be barrel. that is gonna be boozy. All oh, their all bad. their BA stuff is boozy. It's it's good. It's a little <laughs> it's a little too. Uh, it's a. That was Are the spices there at least? A kind of it. It, it just tastes like bourbon barrel aged whatever like at, you get to a point where you lose the flavor of whatever the original beer was because of the bourbon barrel aging process um it's Unless not it's, it's a not really bad. dark beer then i feel like it can be overtaken by yeah exactly beer. and this is not this is a yeah. super light beer as you can see it goes right through um mm. and it's okay it's not my favorite of that series for sure i like their um what was it, the espresso porter was that yeah, one? all of those are really, really good. Speaking of that, uh, I am drinking the Steel Hands Coffee Lager, uh, which Steel Hands is in Casey. Um, they've got most of their stuff is okay at best. However, I do like the coffee lager, and I know I know that Travis as working at Comer and everything like that. Like you, you grow to hate steel hands. Um, I don't hate, I don't hate steel hands. I think everything they do is perfectly. Okay. I like their coffee lager. This one, it's, it's a very, it's like a golden, mm -hmm. nice golden color. Um, it's, it's definitely not bad. And the, like it's straight up tastes like they just like brewed it in a, like strained it through coffee is what it like tastes like it's it's got a yeah. really strong coffee flavor to it which um you know it's almost like a white stout like a, i've had some coffee like white a, stouts like a mocha stout. yeah that like like golden stouts with coffee mm -hmm. um that are similar it's like they yeah. did that process with a lager which i enjoy um but other than other like other than that steel hands like it's okay, but like this is by far their best beer. It is their most popular beer. It's not. I don't think it's a bad beer at all. Uh, it's not something that I would personally buy, but that's more for ethical reasons than <laughs> than, uh, than taste reasons. Um, but I do. I, I love their facility, and I think they have a, I, a beautiful place. Uh, I, I think they're they're a fine brewery. It's just not not my thing. Let's get into this ethical thing. What do you, what, what's the uh, ethical reason you wouldn't? Because of who they're owned by, and we won't get that, into that on stream because it could affect my career. <laughs> <laughs> Should I bleep all this out? <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no one that no one that matters is going to see anything about that. Um, okay. And most people who most people who would see this probably feel the same way that I do about that <laughs> owner. So let's. I mean, I I love anything local, and that one's right. That's like. This is literally like not even ten minutes from my apartment. Um, Fantastic facility. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways. So uh, when we left, left last left, we were talking about Omega Strikers. Mm -hmm. um, another little game that me and you have been playing is uh, actually my little game. I mean, pretty fucking awesome game um, that we been playing the shit out of is returnal another uh another one that came out a couple years ago but oh yeah since we last recorded i got a ps5 yeah <laughs> we didn't mention that um mm -hmm. 
I have been. So, yeah, let's let's get into the the reason why we started playing this game. Which because you got a PS5, you yeah. decided to upgrade to the. Well, you found out a little. I'm not going to say loophole, but you found out a, a cool uh, trick about the PS, the new PS Plus system. Which was I don't even remember. Which was that if you don't have to, so the the tiers are really weird. Oh, like yeah. if you if you if you want to get a whole year of like the big premium one, you have to pay like one hundred thirty dollars. But if you already have a subscription for say a year, and you want to upgrade to the for the, the remainder one, of the year, you can like you basically get a um, a discounted price, uh, yeah. a a rebate if you will for yeah. the part that you've already like say my subscription is up in march um i only have to pay for the additional cost of september october november december january February, march and then april yeah and then april through august i don't have to pay for um so yeah i was able to get the premium version of uh playstation plus for i want to say it was like 40 bucks or something like that because my subscription's coming back in like january granted in january i'll then be charged fucking 130 yeah 130 but i mean 10 bucks a month for what you're getting i mean just based on the games that are offered on there i've played fortnite or fortnite jesus christ (laughs) i have done that i've played returnal i've played stray um and there there are several others that i've played on there as well that are you know Mm -hmm. between 40 and 70 dollars a piece so if i would have just bought one and a half of those games i've already paid i've already paid for my full year of the subscription um i think the the thing that the problem with ps plus premium is that it's always going to be compared to game pass and compared to game pass it does not stack up there's no there's no comparison it really doesn't but when you think about how many games you uh, of this type that you probably would have bought over the course of a lifespan if you just do the raw math of it, it actually is a really fucking good value, especially once you take a look at that game catalog. Um, when I saw, you know, Stray and then this game, Returnal, and then Death Stranding, and then Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, I was like, okay, that is, that's worth the price alone. And my, my upgrade was like 20 bucks, and I get it until uh, the end of December. And um, the first thing I did was download Returnal because you wanted to play it. And then I downloaded um, the demo or a, a free trial of uh, Horizon Forbidden West just because I wanted to see that game. So you do get timed demos. You get um, a, a bunch of little things like that. There's a, You can get a timed demo of the new uh, Shin Megami Tensei game, which is super fucking cool. Um, lots of cool little things like, like that. Time, i'm not a big fan of time demos though man like if you're gonna give me a demo give me like a vertical slice or like a couple different little ch- chunks that i could play like i don't want to play the first hour of shimigami tensei i think it depends on what you're looking for so if you think you might buy shimigami tensei and you are just like on the fence of whether you're gonna buy it or not i think this is a really good deal if you just want to see the best part of it this is not that. This is this. Is I want a like, PlayStation demo disc. Damn it! <laughs> I've downloaded a bunch of those from the Net Archive just to <laughs> see them and play them again on my emulator, and they are so rad. Please bring right? back the underground demo discs. Um, 
but I, I think it's cool if you're just trying to get an idea if you want to play a game or not. And sometimes you just want to touch something, right? Like sometimes, I, like, know, I don't think right. I'm... <laughs> I don't really want to play. I don't have time to play Horizon right now because I'm in the middle of a bunch of big games that I'm playing. So what do, do you want... what do you randomly get the urge to touch, Travis? Uh, Aloy. Um, sometimes it's a kitty that has a backpack on it. Um, uh, Jen from Ghost of Tsushima. Those are the things I've gotten the urge to touch. Okay. Okay. I should. I, I just want to mention here. I really like Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, it's not a game that is super compelling to me, but it's it is, it's, it's, it is a good game, but it doesn't like have that driving force, like an Elden Ring or anything like that. But it's a game that like when I'm bored, I'm like, oh yeah, I should put a, I should do a couple of missions in, in, in Ghost of Tsushima. I love the aesthetics, like the way that the title card flashes after each, before and after each mission. I love that stuff. It's so cool. Um, it's just not a game that I'm going to like power through, but it's a game that I like playing a couple hours here and there. Uh, yeah i um i haven't beaten it um i have spent a lot of time in it uh but the reason if you haven't you should see that ps5 version because it is it is gorgeous man it's a good looking game i have um i have but it doesn't run at 120 hertz (laughs) it's my new standard (laughs) well the reason i say that is because my my buddy mac um just got uh, an 85 this mother he is making too much damn money right now but anyways mm-hmm. he um he got a new 85 inch tv uh that has 120 hertz refresh and um he also has a ps5 which he doesn't even play that many video games at all but whenever i went over there to watch uh football this past weekend and after the game we were all sitting around um talking about the TV and like the games to play on it and things like that. And, um, we, I I was like, I want to see this 120 Hertz. I want to see it. And we were playing ghost of Tsushima at the time. We were all like, he, he had already beaten the game. And so we were playing on new game plus, which new game plus on that is fucking hard as hell. Um, yeah. Game's not easy as it is, but yeah, we, we were on new game plus and we spent like an hour trying to beat like the first, uh, boss encounter first like first like um area that that bridge boss yeah and um so whenever i was like i want to see 120 hertz because they didn't have that on ghost of tsushima we play we pulled out call of duty vanguard and you can swap back and forth between 120 and 60 hertz on his Mm -hmm. tv and dude the difference is incredible it really is like because we we were on a the the level we were we were playing through the campaign on Call of Duty Vanguard, and the level we were on was like a train, and you're like on the exterior of the train, and it's raining, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of motion blur from the rain and from the terrain flying by you, and so like, and then I would like just do a quick spin and pause it, <laughs> uh, like during while we were looking at 60 hertz, and it would freeze on that. And then I would do the same thing with 120 hertz and freeze on that. And it was like the raindrops were clear at 120 hertz. And then at 60, they weren't. And mm-hmm. then like also like just huge swaths of motion blur for like enemies and, and trees and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. you play on 120 hertz and it's just like everything is just like crisp, crisp clear. and dynamic as fuck. Mm-hmm. And uh, my monitor does 165. So mm-hmm. it does G sync and, st- and, and V sync. So 
seeing that stuff and then playing it on. So now I have my computer hooked up to my TV. And whenever I play a game that I'm used to playing on my computer on my TV, I'm like, I can't do that. I'm so used to it looking. I got the 165 refresh. It, it makes a huge difference. Mm. Uh, and if you're if seeing it like that, like being able to switch back and forth between the two, seems like that would just, it'd be hard to it go back. It sealed the deal for me because I've always kind of been skeptical about like whether or not you can really tell a difference. Oh, yeah. But, and the reason I, I'm like that is because you know, grow it like as a fucking media arts major, like you learned that, what was it? 20, 20, 24, 24 frames Same. a second. Your Same. mind can't really frames. tell between yeah. motion and stop motion after that. And so in my mind, I'm like, what the hell? How am I going to tell 144 frames a second or 120 mm-hmm. frames a second? But it's just not the, it's not just the frames. It's like what's being captured in those frames it's the animation within the frames yeah which is wild like Mm -hmm. it's literally like the crispness of the motion um is is pretty incredible and i never i never thought of it that way until i actually saw it like side by side like that and uh it kind of blew my mind and i was like holy shit now i know what everybody's freaking out about hugely expensive tv (laughs) Yeah, so that's my next uh, purchase is going to be a, a giant 120, at least 120 refresh rate TV. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. And then also with that badass TV that he's got his PS5 hooked up to, he uh, he called me the next day and he's like, hey man, what you think about this Game Pass thing? And I was like, no way, you just got a damn Xbox. And he's like, no, I just I, I was just scrolling around on my TV and there's X, uh, Xbox Game Pass is an app on my TV and like we all knew it was coming and um, it's finally here and it's finally getting out to consumers. And um, I told him, I was like, dude, you have to get it, get it. And then tell me about it. (laughs) And so he got game pass on his TV and he's streaming. um, I want to say he was, he was streaming the show MLB, the show. Mm -hmm. um, And he said, there's like no input lag. Um, and then he might, he was playing some other stuff too, but I can't remember what. Um, but the fact that he played it and he is a, um, if he's got something to complain about, he, he doesn't like, he's going to complain about it. He's not going <laughs> to mince words and be like, oh yeah, it was fine, I guess. No, he said it was like, he was like, yeah, it was great. And, and if there was something wrong with it, I know he, he would notice and he would say something. I, I know that it took them a while to get this out. So I feel like they wouldn't have put it out on Samsung TVs if it wasn't like ready for the market you know yeah. like they wouldn't make a mistake where it like there's lag especially in the baseball game which is going to be like the really popular one you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna put that out and have people capture it and then send it out and be like what the hell is this shit you know like they they clearly have it down to where it, people are not going to notice that much and that that's a very very promising sign yeah and i just wonder what the catalog is on like game pass for tv I think it's the same as Game Pass on Xbox. I think I think Xbox and the TV share the same one. Uh, PC is different, but I think the game the one for TV because I, I think that it's just using the Xbox like branding. So PC Game Pass doesn't use a lot of Xbox branding, even though it says Xbox on the thing. But the the one if it says like coming to Xbox, and we'll get to this when we talk about the Goldeneye thing, which I'm kind of worried about. Um, but if it says Xbox. It comes to both the console and to the TV stuff. 
because it's what what that is is like cloud streaming so if it says yeah. cloud streaming then that's what this is yeah it's uh it's pretty wild stuff um i can't wait to get over there and try it i'm gonna i'm gonna put that thing through the ringer next time i go over to max house <laughs> play uh play like a, a devil may cry or something like that on it and see if you can notice any kind of flyer <laughs> yeah. or anything well, I don't think Devil May Cry is on there, is it? I don't. Uh, just a game like I'll that. I'll play Deathloop because that. Just oh came yeah, from... you should, dude. You should. Well, that's also on PS Plus now. So if you it's on PS Plus want... and Game Pass. Yeah, so you should definitely play one of those two. I'm very excited to see what you think about that game. I love that game. I know it's kind of fallen off people's radars a little bit, but that's an amazing game. I put like 40 hours into it when it came out and beat it, and it's a really, really good game. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try um, that one out. But um, speaking of that, another game that we put 40 something hours into get back to this discussion is uh is returnal um a game that i kind of wrote off i don't know why i wrote it off i guess because some of the people that i'm i i follow weren't that into it um but man what a good freaking video game like yeah. a video ass video game yeah i mean it's made by housemark it's a it's a third person shooter from housemark and like as far as housemark goes um God, what the hell was the game where you were like going around the planet and it was uh, like a... Super Stardust? Yes, Super Stardust, man. I played the hell out of Stardust. Yeah, Super and, Stardust was great. And um I could still play that game. Like if, if somebody put that in front of me right now, I'd play it for an hour. I think it's on the PS Plus collection. I think you gotta stream it though, because it was a PS3 game. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good on streaming on the PlayStation. I bet the PlayStation <laughs> streaming is not quite there. Not quite uh, there. I bet it's not quite I streamed, there. Yet. I streamed the first three God of War games on that, on PS when? Now, before the first God of War 2018 came out. Oh, I think it's come a little bit away since then, but I bet it's still not great. It was trash when I, I played. I played um, uh, Red Dead Redemption 1 not too long ago, and it, it did not run great. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, Housemark, they've always made great games, and I can't remember who the um, the head guy is at Housemark, but I remember a couple of years ago, like, they've always made these arcade really arcade ass arcade games with high score chases. And, yep. um, and I remember a couple of years ago he said something like, yeah, arcade games are just dead. People don't want to play yep. them anymore. Um, but they have managed to take a third person sci-fi story based game and turn it into an arcade style shooter and vice versa. It's and a it's a bullet hell shooter with a story from a third person perspective. It's so badass. Which is an amazing accomplishment on its own. Yeah, and uh, the upgrades you get throughout that game um like it's it, we should say it's a roguelike um yeah. but they've tied the story into uh the the, the dying abilities. and coming back hence the name fucking returnal um mm -hmm. and it's got the metroidvania stuff going on too with the the abilities and how you can skip uh passages and stuff like that yeah um but i think the the big thing about this game and the reason that it stands on its own and it would not it would it would live and die by this is the feel of it it feels incredible like it might be the best playing game that i've played in a couple of years now the running around's just, real good. The running around is real, real good. Uh, the shooting feels great. Uh, the the way that you, I, I didn't, I don't think I used the um, aim down sights 
very much because you so the way that the aim down sights works is like you barely press the left trigger in and you aim down sights and if you pull it completely it does the alt fire mode so i just found myself really just shooting from the hip most of the time and then just pulling the left trigger all the way down to do the alt fire mode i would occasionally use the 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 look down sights but for the most part i was just hip firing because of that but other than that it feels amazing like it just the 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 dash once you get a certain upgrade um, that shoots you across the screen really fast, we'll say that. Uh, just it, it, all of it just feels really, really good. Um, the enemies are super well designed. They're all glowy. The aesthetic is, is amazing. It's, it's very, very dark. high contrast, like neon yep. and black. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they take advantage of every single aspect. Like I think did this launch with the PS5? If it wasn't a launch game, it was no. It definitely wasn't a launch game, but it was. It was pretty close thereafter. Okay, so this um, one, this one does a very good job of like highlighting all of the design aspects of the PS5. So mm-hmm. like with the with the haptic feedback triggers, um, mm-hmm. like you Feels were saying, you pull it back halfway, and then there's like a click, and mm-hmm. once you hit that click, that's your aim down sights. So, yep. but then once, you, and you have to give it a little more resistance and it pops down and then that's when you can really unload, like, and your alt fire isn't just an alt fire. It's usually like some kind of crazy fucking like screen light up kind of ability. So, um, yeah, usually a special ability of some type. Lots of, lots of shiny things flying out of your gun. Uh, it's, and then also, so you've got that. Uh, then also they've got these teleporters that like teleport you from world to world and the load time between worlds and between, between areas that you're going to is like instantaneous. Like it, it really keeps you immersed in that world. Um, because, no... of, because of that, no waiting, there's like no waiting for anything. It's like, as soon as you want say where you want to go, you do some crazy cool looking like particle effect dissolve into yeah. nothing and then particle effects all are of a second sudden, to in this game. and then you just like re fucking materialize wherever you are supposed to be next and it's instantaneous and like that's something that i never thought would make a difference in a game i always thought load times were just load times but like having something like that where it's like and then you're in like a different dimension um it really, really makes you want to explore because there's no barrier to like going back to rooms you've already been in because you can just hop back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like you and I would be walking around in co-op mode and we just go like, is it this room? Is it this room? Is it this room? And we just teleport to like three different places all within the span of like five seconds. Yeah. No load times whatsoever. And it really, uh, it, it, it never breaks that immersion where you're like, well, I don't want to wait on that load screen. So let's not even go check that other room out. Like you just go do it because there's no, there's no cost or anything. You just, you, you're instantly there. Yeah. Um, and what you said about how it takes advantage of all the PlayStation 5's features is, yeah, 100%. Like, not just the haptic feedback on the controller, but the, the speaker on the controller, the way that it, like, the she, you sometimes hear voices out of it. You sometimes hear, like, special sound effects. Um, the load times, the HDR, like, looks incredible. Um, all of the stuff combines together to, it, there's really just no other game like it. Like, if you want Metroidvania, it's usually their 2D. If you want roguelikes, there's a lot to choose from, but not really in this like sci-fi story-based action setting. You know, most of your roguelikes are going to be fantasy themed or they're side scrollers 
or their you know like Dark Souls type games. And also, this is really... they're not going to be this high fidelity. No, I don't think there's any. There's not many games, period, that are this high fidelity. Let alone like a a, a, a repeated like roguelike type yeah. concept. And the bosses, uh, though. Yeah. <laughs> the bosses are fucking awesome. Like that is probably my favorite part about this game is the boss battles because like there are very specific patterns like any metroidvania the bosses have very specific patterns but they are so fucking cool looking like it's like sci-fi heavy metal bosses and um oh i don't i don't want to spoil it um yeah i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil spoil the i'm not gonna spoil the bosses but just know that like once you get to them your mind is gonna be blown like every time four we got to boss, every time we got to a new boss it was like this is so freaking cool this is so dangerously cool and then the one in the third there's there's like three bespoke worlds at the first half of the game and the last the, the third one we got to the way that boss is designed is just like next level like you 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 i've just never seen anything like it before i can't well, you uh, haven't gotten to the fifth world yet have you no, I'm still in the fourth world. I still, like, I can't wait for you to get to the fifth world so that I can talk to you about it. Um, I'll get there. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and then and then the replayability. So I, I've beaten, like, credits have rolled for me. Um, and then there's also, like, to keep the game going, there's a couple different things. There is... Um, this tower that's like off of so you start out every round outside of your ship as it is a roguelike but then like you can go straight and go into a run or you can go off to the side and go to the tower which is like just basically an infinite tower where you can just keep going and going and going bosses get harder and harder and harder and it's different bosses and enemies in the tower than it is even in the main game so it's like its own separate side game that is arcadey as fuck, like the Housemark style games yeah. where you are going for a high score and you are going for a top level. But there's also there's a whole nother story going on in the tower. I didn't even I haven't even told you this part, but there's like a whole other story in the tower that adds layers into the story that we've been slowly getting through the game um it's it's wild it is it's a mind fuck dude that game is a mind fuck it is the sci-fi part is is some deep (laughs) sci-fi yeah i i I love the story stuff that they pepper throughout um the first time you see like a uh let's say a modern day uh structure inside of this alien planet and you go inside of it and you're like what is going on here <laughs> like, it, it just gets your hooks in immediately yeah um and it's consistently surprising and most of all it's just fun like it feels good to play it's fun to dodge those bullets it's fun to you know like find these new guns every time you find a new gun you're like this is so crazy and like you think that you it, it's one of those games where kind of like hades um i don't know if you yeah you, you beat the crap out of hades so you know what i'm talking about the the way that you would like find a new weapon in Hades and you'd be like, I don't really know if I like this type of gun or type of weapon. And then you use it a couple of times and you're like, Oh, now I really like this type of gun. Mm-hmm. And then uh, once you start getting the, once you start getting the new aspects and everything of those guns, which yeah, like this the, game the, does the, the same thing. 
the Rotland gob gobber, globber, whatever the hell. Does a bunch of DOT. The Rotland usually, gobbler. <laughs> I usually hate like DOT type weapons, um, especially slow firing ones in a gun game. But this Dude, one, like, what is, is your dog very doing? Huh? What is your dog doing? That's three dogs behind me, and they're they're being annoying right now. So they can <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me go take care of this. I'll be right. Is that Parker? It's Parker and Fig and Monster. They're all they're they're riling <laughs> each other up, and they're now they're barking at nothing outside the window. And right. Monster and Parker can't see, so they're just barking because Fig's barking. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. We'll we'll be right back. I got to go grab another beer, anyways. Um, we'll we'll okay. talk a little bit more about Returnal in just a minute, and then we will move on to something else. But we will be right back with more booze and games. Oh, did you beautiful. hear that? I did. I just splooged again. This this has like one of those nitro balls in it. I heard it as soon as I popped it. Mm. So you heard you know your, what I'm talking about? You, yeah, you heard your balls um, smack. You heard your balls smack as soon as you popped it. I hear you. Oh yeah. That's that. Uh, dump that shit, dude. You're supposed to dump those. Like you're supposed to hard pour those. Oh, you're right. Shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. This is probably what you were talking about earlier, the white mocha. So this yeah. left hand's pumpkin spice latte made with spices and coffee added is how that they sounds. Eat. That sounds pretty yummy. That's like a that's like a basic white girl like coffee. I'm, I'm, when drink. it comes to pumpkin beers, I'm a basic white girl. I'm also a basic white girl. I'm drinking a watermelon dragon fruit burst session sour from Wicked Weed. <laughs> Is that like the lychee series? Um, it's not the lychee. It's it is the burst. Like they've got the lychee burst, and then they've got the watermelon burst, and then like some other burst. Um, but there's a. It's very watermelon forward, and this beer you can't tell from there, but it is like pink. This beer is pink as hell and very light. It's uh, only four and a half percent. Also, oh God, this, so good. this smells like pumpkin pie. So we ended on Returnal before my dogs uh, rudely interrupted us. Uh, <laughs> Returnal's great. If you wrote it off like we did, uh, definitely give it a try because it is it is as good as you've maybe heard or maybe haven't heard. I don't know. Yeah, Returnal's um, a great game. If you like sci-fi, if you like shooters, um, if you like roguelikes, any or all of the above, try it out. If you like Housemark. If you like Housemark. Yeah, it's very Housemark. Go play Super Stardust HD. Oh, God. Um, so I think we're going to go ahead and get to the news. We kind of talked a little bit about this stuff during uh, a stream that we did, but since our streams get erased on Twitch after 14 days, no one's going to be able to see that stuff. Uh, there was a Nintendo Direct recently, um, and we got a little bit of news. We got a, you, you mentioned that you wanted to talk about... Uh, Octopath Traveler 2, which looks amazing. Uh, I also read some stuff. I don't know if you heard about this or not, but they're going to bring the characters together and have them interact with each other before the last chapter of the game, <laughs> which was a big complaint in the first one. Yeah, in the first uh, one, there was, like, no story interaction at all. It was like, oh, no. you're on a mission too? I'm also on a mission. Not that our like, missions have anything to do with each other or yeah, anywhere in the yeah. same part of the world, but for some reason, we're going to go with each other to all these other missions. 
and I didn't get this from the trailer, but apparently it, it looks kind of like 1920-ish, like steampunk. Yeah. Uh, I didn't notice that at all, but apparently a lot of other people did, and I read about that. Uh, it, it looks great. That 2D HD art style is fantastic. It is just so good. I still haven't um, played Triangle Strategy. Triangle Strategy is really, really good. If you like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, it is the yeah. next game in that lineage. Um, we got a big announcement there. It was that GoldenEye, a, an amazing video game from the 90s, basically the the precursor to all modern first-person shooters, is coming to Nintendo Switch Online and also Xbox HD or Xbox Game Pass as a HD remaster. Now, the Switch version... I don't know if it's coming to Game Pass. I think it's just coming to Xbox. No, it's coming to Game Pass. Is it coming to Game Pass? Yeah, they said... They said but they specifically said Xbox Game Pass, not PC Game Pass. Okay. So, I would not expect to see it on PCs for you and I, um, which is super disappointing, but it will be on Xbox Game Pass. Now, the Xbox version is a remaster at 60 frames... 4K visuals, all that good stuff. No online play. Um, the Switch version is just the N64 port with online play. And you know what I think that was? I think that was like 100% just negotiations between Rare, who is Microsoft-owned, and Nintendo, who owns all the rights to GoldenEye. That like, is 100% what it is. That's... Oh. And, so like they're like, all right, Microsoft is like, all right, you guys can have online play. We'll take local play. We get HD. Y'all get yeah. the original. And uh, I don't know if anybody has played the original in a while, but we have. And um, yeah. that game runs like shit. We played it on an N64. Um, when we, me and Travis went to Savannah, Georgia a few weeks ago for our fantasy football draft. And I think kyle brought his my brother kyle brought his nintendo 64 with goldeneye and we played it and i was shithoused uh and um but i i remember being one being terrible at it and mm -hmm. two the game running like shit it like drops it, it drops down to like a dozen frames it, a second at some it's point. always done that and the thing about that game is that it was one of the first games that I can remember where you could, like, make your own uh, rules and stuff. So, like, you could do, like, shotguns only. Or, if you're crazy people like me, you would do, like, bombs only. And proximity so mines you, or proximity remote, mines. Only, yeah, yeah, yeah. mines. And so yeah. when you have about 70 proximity mines going off at one time, the frame rate would go down to, like, two. <laughs> um, so it, it, it's just weird that this was the the negotiations that took place where one system where it's going to run poorly gets the online play which by the way so every game on the switch online stuff if it has multiplayer you can tunnel in and play online it basically it, it emulates a second player playing on that console um your brother and i did it when we were at myrtle beach using two different switches online what through mario kart. Oh, mario kart okay. yeah uh it worked really well so we played mario kart on the snes and it, it works just like you would expect. Like it, it just it basically emulates a second player being plugged into that console. So I understand why they did it like that. What I don't understand, or I understand why they let the 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 N sixty four version have that. What I don't understand is why they wouldn't let the Xbox version also have that. 
I, I, I can't imagine someone being like, well, I was going to get it on the Xbox, but now I guess I'm just going to play it on the Switch instead and play with my friend. Like, no one's going to play this game religiously on the Switch. It's not going to have an eSports following. Right, exactly. So why wouldn't you let both have it? Like, I'd like to play this game a couple of times with my friends, but it's so hard for us all to get in the same well, location. I think the reason is because Nintendo is trying so hard to get up there with PlayStation and Xbox as far as online users. Um, and they're trying really hard to get that, what the fuck ever, what's it called? Nintendo Switch Online Plus. Uh, expansion pack. Yeah, Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. Yeah. That's what it's called. And, it's, and they're trying to up that player count. It's just that not this, it's not a good value though. So it's, and it's this hard. is this is their like trump card. Goldeneye yeah. is their ace in the hole. That like that's the last one. If anybody's yeah. gonna get on, it's this one. And, but because Microsoft owns Rare, they're like, oh, you want you want Goldeneye? Well, you better let us also have Goldeneye, and we'll get the better version. And so like these negotiations took place, and this is just the the best deal that Nintendo could get. Also. I bet even if Nintendo wanted to run like the HD version, probably couldn't. It, it wouldn't run as well as on a mic on an Xbox. Not a 4K, no, definitely yeah. not. And we know this remaster has been around for a while. Like yeah. I think in 2019, a leak happened, and and the game was completed. The, yeah, it was completely. It's been done for at least like two or three years now. So it's crazy to me it took this long. I'm glad it's coming. I wish it weren't coming in this fashion. Uh, I also hope that I can just buy it on the PC because if, even if I can't have it on Game Pass, I'd like to be able to own it. And I, think, I'm not buy- I think if you buy Rare Replay. Which is not available on PC. It's not available on PC? I thought it was. No. No? Okay, so if you get Rare Replay on your Xbox, yes, they are doing it's a patch to it. add this in, which is awesome. Which is awesome. Great. That's awesome. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I would... P.S. I would buy the Rare Replay collection if you would put it on the PC. Rare, if you're listening, put it on the PC. Yeah. Uh, but as far as I have seen, it is not available on the PC right now. It's just Xbox exclusive. So that that kind of sucks. But Didn't at least Rare Replay it originally come out on the 360. I think it came out on the one. Was it okay? Thing. It, saying, that'd be really no, cool no. if they're still updating a game that originally came out on 360 even even if even if it was just the one though it's very cool that they're adding this it was a very early game. xbox one if it was yes xbox. it was it was like 2016 or something like that it's an incredible collection by the way if you haven't played any of that stuff you should definitely go check it out um so that's a little disappointing Another disappointing thing that happened in the in the direct that I think everybody on the planet was looking for was the remastered collections that have been rumored for the past two years. So there's two different ones. There's the Skyward Sword, or not Skyward Sword, uh, Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess collection, which both came out on the Wii U, which no one played. And then the Metroid Prime Trilogy collection, which came out on the Wii 1 but hasn't been seen since. Uh, now, both have been rumored basically at every Direct that has happened in the past two years. We know they're real. We know that they have been made. But Nintendo just seems like they don't want to release them. And this is doubly weird because well, all those Wii U games that they did and then they re-released like Mario Kart 8 
and Pikmin and uh, Donkey Kong Country or Donkey. What's the new Donkey Kong Tropical, Tropical Freeze. Freeze? All those games that they re-release on the Switch that were Wii U games they just ported up have been ginormous successes for Nintendo. They're still selling Tropical Freeze for sixty bucks, and it stays at the top. Bucks. It stays at the top of the list too. Always, um, and I don't. So why are they not bringing this collection to the Switch? I'll tell you why. It's because Nintendo is the Disney of video games. <laughs> the, the I'll say the late '90s to early 2010s Disney. The vault stuff. Yeah, like this stuff is gonna come out of the vault once every 30 years, and if you want to buy it, you better buy it then. So I, I I bought both of those on the the Wii U, but I don't use my Wii U. I'd like to, I want to have Wind Waker on the Switch. That'd be I want a, that's the 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 that would be the best place to play Wind Waker. I want I want that game on the Switch. Like I that game is so good, it's so underappreciated, and there's really no way for people to play it modern a modern way unless you emulate it. Which is why Nintendo, by the way, if you want to solve your piracy and emulation problem, put these games out like. Put them out on the Switch. Uh, I don't understand why they know it would sell. And the, the rumor was it would be right before Breath of the Wild 2 came out, which, by the way, got announced at the thing as being Tears of the Kingdom, and it's coming out May 12th. Uh, so the rumor was it would come out right before then as like a promotional thing. Well, that's May. That's only a couple of months away now. So if you're going to do this collection, if you're not doing it now, when are you going to do it? I just don't, I don't know. Understand. May is still eight months away. Still though, like, <laughs> like, I mean, they still have time in Nintendo World. They still yeah, have time right. to you're announce right. old, like, old games coming out again. Because if you yeah, think about, if you think about the way they did um, Dread, Metroid Dread, what yeah. was it? They announced it, and then like three months later, it was out. Yeah, basically, like, like three months within the three months, and uh, that. For the amount of like praise and sales that game made, a three month lead up window is such a short runway for anyone but Nintendo. Yeah. And so like they very well still could be planning an ace up their sleeve, like come Christmas, be like, oh, by the way, yeah, Wind Waker's out. It's fifty bucks. Yeah. Buy it for it's, your kids. They've got um Splatoon three for the holiday. <laughs> But that's basically well, it. Like, already they don't out, have... Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't really have a whole lot of holiday stuff right now. So it doesn't, it, it seems like a weird move to not have, like, you put two Zelda games out at Christmas time. It doesn't matter if the remakes or not. They're going to sell like crazy. People are going to buy a Switch and they're going to buy the Zelda collection with mm. it. You know, like, yeah. it just, it just it, I just don't understand why you wouldn't put these out. Right? Maybe they're going to put them out before Christmas, but. It seems like you would have announced it now. Yeah, but just but I one, I, I, you can, I can never put it past Nintendo to shadow drop some crazy shit. Like, yeah. just to like come out like, oh, we've got a Thanksgiving Direct. And then it's like, yeah. oh, by the way, Black Friday, Zelda. And then like everybody's burning down a Best Buy trying <laughs> to find Zelda. <laughs> it, would, it would sell 5 million copies on that day if they did it yeah. that way, too. And they know that. So I guess that's they, a good point. They can do it whenever they want, however they want. And it's st still going to be the same results. I guess the bigger question for me is the Metroid thing. The Metroid Prime trilogy was the bigger, like, that was almost, like, guaranteed to be here. And it wasn't here. Mm -hmm. So 
now I'm kind of like, are they holding it? Because we know Metroid, Metroid Prime 4 is coming. But they but also probably, had to like cancel it and remake it and again. And re- exactly. So maybe it's like way more, it's way further out than we thought it was, which is disappointing on its own. I just want to play Metroid Prime again. You know, like just give me that game again, please. I think I, also the, I think Metroid Prime 4 is going to be a 2025 game. No, fu- no fucking way. I can see it being a launch title for the Switch too, but I, I don't. 2025, that's a long way away. And they changed development teams like two years ago now, so it's been they've been in the hopper for a minute. It was in the hopper for a minute before they canceled it and changed developers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just want these games, Nintendo. Give them to me. I'll pay you. Just give give me the games. <laughs> Listen, I'll, I don't give you, I'll give you 60 bucks. Just do it. <laughs> but, okay, so bigger question. Do you think that if if there is, if the Zelda games come back out, two $60 games or one $60 collection? For Wind Waker and Twilight Princess? Twilight Princess, yeah. I think, they, I think it's two $40, $240, $240 games. games is what I think. Okay, I can live with that. It'd be better if it was one sixty dollar collection, but I can live with two. They ain't gonna Don't do one sixty dollar collection for two, two Zelda two games. Two sixty dollar games though, that's that's too much. That's ridiculous. I think it's gonna be like I think actually they might tier the prices and do like one at like forty five and one at forty. No, no, they, they because that would that would like that would imply quality and. Nintendo thinks that they're all the same, even though we know Wind Waker is a better. Well, game. shit. In that case, they might do sixty dollars each. That's what I'm scared of. Especially That's what I'm if scared it's, of. they're going to be eight. Are they going to? Do you think they'll be ports or HD remakes? They're going to be ports of the Wii U versions, which were remasters of the original games. That's the rumor: is that they're ports of the Wii Was U. Was there version. a remaster of Twilight Princess on the Wii U? Yeah, I, I could, I could, I have it right. Or no, it's right here. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was just the same game, just ported to Wii U. No, it's a, it's a, it says HD remaster on the box. Oh, dude, I people talk shit about Twilight Princess, but I think that game was amazing. It's a good game. I, it's not as good as Wind Waker. I still but it's a good want, game. I still want your fucking Midna amiibo. Oh yeah, I got that. She's, she's, she's over there with my. All I, my other I will pay you for that Midna amiibo. Yep, can't have her. She's great. I will trade That's what you. I got. I will she, tr- she came with the HD collection, the or the HD uh, Twilight Princess. I will trade you some cool shit. Nope. For that Midna Amiibo. I love my Midna. Mm. She's my Midna. I'm going to have to go on eBay and get a fucking Midna. <laughs> all right, one last thing before we get out of here. Uh, if you've paid attention to video game news at all over the weekend, even if you don't even care about video games, you probably heard about this. GTA 6, the biggest game probably ever, uh, had a massive leak where there are ninety some odd videos that were stolen from a Discord or from a um, Slack s- server and posted on the internet, and they're all in-game development stuff. Very the, the early development stuff. Yeah, apparently it's from like two, three years ago. Uh, running on a PS4 dev kit, you can tell because it says PS PlayStation Four in the corner of the screen. Um, what do you make of all of this? What do you think that this game gets delayed because of this? No, or? absolutely not. They've already said it's not going to get delayed because of it. If they said, just, but, yeah, but. I don't know. It's not going to get delayed. They're, they're showing. We all knew this stuff was like. It's not like they showed anything breathtaking. Um, the only thing they that worries. The female, they showed the female protagonist. But they are like that was already like basically no. all but confirmed. 
Yeah. Um, and the the people, the hackers have said that they have more. That they have, they, they, they say that they, they have the the source, code. the source code for GTA Five and GTA Six, yes. and that they are now ransomwareing this shit, yes. and uh, that that is what could cause delays in the game. You think Not, take two days? I think so. I think that's. I, th- I think so. I, I think. I think they're they not pay. a government. They negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> I think they pay, and then when they find this person, they bury them under the fucking dirt. Oh, absolutely. You know that they the same the same thing happened to Uber. Uber mm. got Uber got hacked, and Uber has now reached out to the FBI. Yeah, that's so like you did too. Yeah. And so, but no, Uber has come out and said, hey, I think it's the same guy that hacked us as the guys that hacked uh, Take Two. And so oh. now they are coming together to search for this guy. That's a lot of money being thrown at, <laughs> at one person. And you know uh, what's crazy is if this guy wins, he's basically like uh, the digital BD Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> or DB Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> I. I, th- there's a couple things about this though. the The fact that he's been so brave, like 90 videos, that's a lot. And I don't think you. It was post like an hour of, of it was like an hour of gameplay, I think. Yeah, and I don't think you post that stuff if you're being super careful. I feel like this person is going to get caught in the end. I hope and so. I kind of hope. I hope. So. I kind of hope that he does. <laughs> like I want to see him. Is, I want to see like this translucent skinned like 15 year old. He's probably some Russian, like, 14-year-old boy, you know, like, cooped up in his his little apartment and, like, hasn't seen daylight in in, in three months. Uh, Rolling in Bitcoin. Rolling rolling in Bitcoin. Not not just Bitcoin. He's got, like, Ethereum posters on the wall. It's not even, like, just his Bitcoin either. He's he's taken Bitcoin wallets. Somehow he's decrypted it. <laughs> got another people's how many, bitcoin. How many, uh, how many apes does he have? How many of those like <laughs> the board apes? apes? <laughs> the NFTs. How many NFTs does this guy own that aren't valuable anymore? And that's why he hacked this in the begin with. I really hope that we see a resolution to this soon. I really hope it doesn't affect game development. Do you think um, he has eyebrows? No, he looks like <laughs> one of. He looks like uh, a small version of what's his name from the Goonies. Sloth. Sloth, yeah. Looks like Sloth from the Goonies, but small. <laughs> All right, and do you think he is from Russia or somewhere in, like, the upper Midwest? Like Ohio? I was thinking, like, North Dakota. <laughs> like no, there's no, Everyone knows there's no computers in North Dakota, so that's not it. <laughs> Uh, sorry to all our North Dakota listeners. All our North Dakota <laughs> listeners. Sorry about that. We didn't mean that. to insult you there. Uh, if if there was a... Okay, so if he were to be in the U.S., I feel like he would be in Florida. I could see Florida. I could also I don't know see, why. I mean... Florida screams to me. Like, like Miami. He's in, like, Miami or something. Yeah. I could see uh, that. Just in, like... Why should be, like, a... A clubbing like <laughs> Chad, bro. Oh my god, <laughs> he's just balling out somewhere, like <laughs> living on living the fast life. He gets drunk Jet and he's like, and, he's uh, like, you know that GTA Six leak? That was me. I've been sitting. Nobody... He, he's like, he gets drunk one night, and the same way that I 
get drunk and buy video games. He gets drunk and puts out billions of dollars worth of video <laughs> game leagues. <laughs> it's like I'm just fuck, fuck money. I'm just releasing this out to the open. And he tells and then he, he tells buys like a board all, ape. <laughs> he tells all his model girlfriends, but no one believes that he's actually the guy that did it. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's pretty good. What if it's actually Elon Musk? No, Elon Musk doesn't actually know how to use a computer. So, so oh um, God! <laughs> All right, I think I think um, yeah, that's a good place to end this episode. What do you say? I think that's good. All right, yeah. So there was a lot that we didn't get to, um, but that's fine. We we will be back hopefully next week. That's what that's what I think we should try to either record next Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we'll have a lot more games to talk about. I've got almost a dozen on my list that I didn't go into yep. tonight because um, there's been a lot that's come out in the last three months. We'll talk about some Ninja Turtles next time. Yeah, we'll talk about some Xenoblade, some Steam Deck, uh, probably some Persona. By then, you should you might even have the Royal version. Yeah. Uh, and if you if you're interested in um, if you hear this episode later on, go check out our Twitch stream. I think we're going to be streaming some Dead Space 3 tonight. So yeah. look for that. We're going to do some spooky games spooky for Halloween. Games. So we'll see how this one goes, spooky and uh, we'll go from there. All right. In the meantime, cheers, Travis. Cheers, Cheers, Adam. Internet. Um, good to see you all again. And, uh, yeah, check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash gaming and drinking. YouTube, search for gaming and drinking and facebook.com slash gaming and drinking. Cheers. Peace. Bye.